Hey kid, do you want to watch an attempt by a studio to cash in on the youth demographic and make a lackluster sequel to a really awesome franchise? Yeah, sure, like in a bit, but like I'm currently in a carnival in the middle of February, so it's like really cold, so I'll be there in like a few minutes. You ready to talk some movies, Brennan? Yeah, okay. Well, let's go! Welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. We're a father and son duo that explores the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of Golden Age VHS rental store flicks in spoiler-heavy fashion. Today we got a got a doozy. Yeah, that new theme song. That is a doozy. Oh, I forgot that we changed it. <laughs> That's your end. My end is showing up. <laughs> That's all right. You do your job, mostly. Well, this month is Brennan's pick. Sorry for missing last month, but... Shrug. January was crazy bananas with personal stuff going on, and yeah, it was just not even... It was bonkers. It was totally bonkers. It was bonkers. It rolled into this month, even. Mm-hmm. But hey, we're here now. Yeah, we're happy to be back. Happy, happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Unless you're listening to this out of order, which... Hi. Just a hello. <laughs> so, um, probably tell by the title, we are doing RoboCop 3. I chose this because I went, hmm, what's a bad movie? Oh, that's right, RoboCop 3. And here we are. <laughs> it's just like your your pick of Poltergeist 3. Oh, wow. It was like, yeah. Well, how about this third movie that you never hear anyone talk about ever? Yeah, but at least Poltergeist 3 was, like, not that bad. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> I, I guess listen to our episode of poltergeist 3 there are there are opinions on that one but ooh, how about we just kick it off by listening to this here trailer he was state-of-the-art in law enforcement technology for backup but the system thinks he's become too independent he disobeyed a direct order i want to know why his friend was in trouble and he made a judgment call too unpredictable they're saying he's gone underground oh there goes our pr budget too human we have a warrant out for the arrest of robocop now the system's out to get him because he's fighting for the people if you want to get in there, you're going to have to shoot through us. I don't have a huge problem with that. Get them for me. I promise. All right, Mr. Robocop. Come and get me. I must commandeer your vehicle for police use. What is your problem, sucker? I mean, officer? I hope you are insured. I 
thought your damn ninja was supposed to take care of Robocop for me. You are under arrest for assaulting an officer. And destruction of police property. You may want to call the fire department. What, you going war wacky? I think I'm in love. He's taking the future. What? And giving it back to the people. Robocop 3. How may I help you, officer? By resisting arrest. Wow, what a cool trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again, that's on my end. Yeah. <laughs> According to IMDb, it says, Robocop saves the day once more. Spoilers. This time, the half-man, half-robot, takes on ruthless developers who want to evict some people on, in quotation marks, their land. Directed by Fred Decker of Monster Squad fame. He was also one of the writers. Uh, there's the writing on this, actually, because some of it is taken from Frank Miller's script of RoboCop 2. Hmm. And Frank Miller is best known for his work on um, the Dark Knight, the comic book series, anyway. Yeah. That's his big claim to fame. He's not, he's not, very, not a very good guy these days. Hmm. Kind of a butthead. But anyway, that's, that's beside <laughs> the point. Anyways. So the cast for this movie is also bonkers. This is like a who's who of character actors, some of them before they got famous. Replacing Peter Weller as RoboCop, you have Robert John Burke, who actually, Peter Weller wanted to do it, but he had just had a scheduling conflict. That's interesting. Because it really seems like Peter Weller did not was not in this movie because he knew that this movie wasn't going to be good. Unless he's just saying that, like, oh scheduling issue came up i gotta <laughs> perform at this uh kid's birthday party yeah yeah but i mean like man there's so many people like rip torns in this movie he plays a ceo guy that's his only credit to the ceo <laughs> they didn't even give him a name um mako's in it cch pounder that was the black lady who was with the resistance steven root people may recognize him from any number of things like office space Man in the High Castle. He's in all sorts of stuff. You'll know him when you see him. Jeff Garland's in this, just in like some weird bit role. He's in my, he's, he's actually, he's actually in um, my dreams. <laughs> but yeah, like Shane Black's in here. I mean, we do have like some returning people too, like Nancy Allen as Ann Lewis. But That's why she's back. Yeah. Apparently she's like, oh, I'll be in it, if, but you got to kill me off <laughs> halfway through the movie. But then there's also like a conflicting thing that I saw too, where she found out that they were killing off her character and she was upset, which I don't know about that. Yeah. She just kind of seemed like, yeah, I'm done. But then um, the guy who plays the sergeant, he's back. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, I like that guy. I yeah. like that character. Yeah. Who, who else? Oh, the lady who played uh, Murphy's wife. Yeah, those three, those three actors are the only ones who are in all the movies. Weird. You wouldn't, like, that's... Not like really the most important characters. I guess Officer Lewis is pretty important for oh, all I'd of them. So. Yeah. Other than that, like everyone else doesn't really matter. I mean, you just kind of want to go over like a quick, however much of a rundown you choose, Bren. So the um, the original corporation, the evil one, you know, the one's been evil this entire time, but no one actually does anything about it except for RoboCop. Um, they get taken over by bigger Japanese 
company. What's the name of it? Like t- something, something with a T. Ooh, I didn't no, write it that no, way, it's, actually. No, it's uh, uh, Sega. So Sega. they get taken over by Sega. <laughs> it's not Sega. Yeah, but Sega is going to be easier to remember than, <laughs> like, I don't know, Takara Tomy, which... <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. It isn't Takara Tomy. That's a Japanese toy developer. Oh. But anyway. Don't so they get believe taken anything over, he says from here on. They get, they get, yeah, so they get taken over by Yamaha. And Yamaha's <laughs> like... We want to kick out all these residents to build um, Delta City. Delta City. I knew it had some cheesy Yeah, they're cheesy still name. working on that Delta City. Yeah, just can't get over it. So they're like, okay, we're gonna kick all these people out. We're gonna we're gonna claim that it's like this, like you know, relocation program. Probably just sending them off to death camps or something. Apparently, that's exactly yeah, what they're doing. what they were doing. So a pretty pretty uh Holocausty ghetto vibes there. Yeah, and it's not even it's not, it's not even, even the ho- it's not even the homeless people. Yeah, it's just like people just, it's just chilling. Like if you're like if you're middle class family, right? If you're renting an apartment, they're just gonna have like the big wrecking ball come into your living room. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so crazy. So it's it's basically about so they're they're working, and of course they're paired up with the police force because they're they own the police force. So they're kicking everybody out, and RoboCop, who's been having like some. Like, he disobeyed orders before, like, they're kind of on his buns about being a real human. Decides to join the resistance that's fighting the evil corporation, fighting, um, Sega. (laughs) (laughs) Because Officer Lewis was needlessly shot and killed, so he joins. And, yeah, that's, and then he wins. (laughs) I feel like in this movie, stuff happens, but, like, that's it. There's like some running around, but it never, it doesn't really add up to anything. There's like three different ideas they're trying to yeah, get across in this movie. there's three villains in this movie. There's literally three villains that we get, and they're not even really strongly connected. You barely even see them together. And you have to kind of like, oh wait, they're for the corporation in America, but that's the Sega people over there. And then like, it was just kind of a lot. It feels that this is like even dated for its time because apparently it was it was made in 91 but the production company orion or whatever they went into bankruptcy and stuff nice yeah so that didn't really help this movie out either yeah and it definitely feels like recycled ideas from an earlier time too yeah i mean this is early 90s and the whole japanese corporations are going to take over america i was confused by that one that's a yeah because that's a really, that's more like your early to mid 80s ideas. Yeah. Like, I would have thought, like, you know, with the time period, like, oh, Soviets, you know? Because it's like late 80s. And that's kind of when they were going all crazy and when they were starting to crumble. But, like, no, not even by this time, like, the Soviet Union is pretty much done. What year was it? It was made in 91. Yeah. So that was, like, them on their downward spiral. So, like, yeah, I guess what country was the big bad back then in the 90s? Peace, <laughs> peace, peace. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I drugs. guess. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good question because when I was younger and in high school in the early nineties, there really wasn't like anything to rebel against other than social norms. Music, <laughs> bad music. Could have rebelled against a lot of bad music back oh, then. Oh, there was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did too. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it's just like you got. You got Yamaha, and they're taken. They're and it's just like RoboCop. I, there's some interesting ideas. They like, feel like you know, an afterthought. They really do. 
And RoboCop even feels like an afterthought. RoboCop's barely even in the movie. RoboCop, this is just a movie with RoboCop it's in it. It's literally featuring RoboCop. It's Resistance Force versus Bland Enemy featuring RoboCop. Yeah. The, the whole Nazi trope, too. In this movie, it feels very generic. It yeah. can be It can be done well. I think it, they did it all right in RoboCop 2. They went, it went a bit heavy-handed at the end when they had all the big red banners and stuff. And This one, it just seems really, oh, yep, they're, they're Nazis. Yep, <laughs> we know. And, and it's funny, too, because they're doing it just to gentrify that neighborhood. Yeah. So they can put in new stuff. And, you know, gentrification, not really all that great sometimes. Yeah. Because, you know, people will come in and they just... Start buying up cheap properties and redoing it, and then the people that live there can't afford to be there anymore, and they keep getting pushed further out. Yeah. And it doesn't really help with the social, economic equality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, But then it's also weird, too, because, like, how at the at the end of the movie, because of the cops, I know we're going to probably just jump around a whole lot here. Yeah. But the cops end up quitting. Yeah. And they tell OCP to stick it, uh-huh. and then they all leave. But then they show up to help RoboCop and stuff, and the resistance resistance fighters, and they join up with them, right? So then you have this whole thing where this dynamic, which seems weird now, where you have cops actually wanting to support and help the lower class, yeah, and help a resistance. Who they had Stand- called terrorists. They called them terrorists before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're joining forces with them, and it's like they're making a specific decision to not be the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Which now we've got a problem with Nazis being cops. <laughs> so it seems really weird now. Like back then, it was just was probably more feel good. But right now, this, this whole movie seems like it has weird mixed messages. And It was pretty feel good. I'll give it that. That was really cool. Yeah, it was. All the cop cars pulled up. They're like, oh, we're going to get arrested. And like, you are now officially uh, deputized by by the Detroit police force. And like, yay. And they grab all their illegal weapons and they start <laughs> killing innocent people. But cool. Then, but then you also have the factor, too, though, that the bad guys, oh, what was the name of their group? The Nazi guys. They were called rehab yeah. agents. So they're kind of like a weird Putin people out ice type thing. Yeah. And then they end up recruiting the punk rockers. They recruit them because they say that they're going to give them money. So then these punk rockers are like, heck yeah, we're going to join the Nazis. Yeah. Which, which is not how it is. No, why? <laughs> There's no way. There's no way that it's just completely not what punk rock would even be about. I mean, there's even the the one scene where the the guy in the Mohawks trying to get the get the helmet on, get the helmet on. Yeah. He's like, "Whoa, how does this work?" There's a lot of like weird gags in this movie too. <laughs> it's just not all of them work. Yeah, I also feel the plot line with Terminator like disobeying orders, or like when when um the rehab people shoot Lewis and he's like trying to shoot them, but he physically cannot shoot them. Because of his, like, circuitry. Oh, yeah. It's one of his directives. Yeah. It's not to harm a, another police officer. I thought that was super interesting. You know, how is he going to get inventive? You know, shoots the car, blows up. You know, stuff like that. Gets inventive with it, trying to, like, work around what's literally programmed into his brain. But then he goes on low power mode for a little bit, and then wakes up, and then it's just deleted. 
<laughs> like that command just literally just says deleted and then he's and, oh, now I can just shoot anybody I want like <laughs> yeah cause he gets he gets shot by a grenade launcher or something like that yeah in the chest yeah and then so the resistance has him at this point in their in their hideout and they literally get him a heart somewhere yeah from somewhere <laughs> from somewhere where did that heart come from so these guys because the one guy wait i have it written down he says i've never worked on a damn robocop before because <laughs> he must have been like a mechanic yeah yeah so like they somehow managed to also do open heart surgery on robocop they also had that scientist lady but like she doesn't know how to do open heart surgery on a robocop I mean, she can probably she fix she them built them she's one of the people that one of the them. people yeah also, they just got a bunch of equipment out of nowhere. Like, they show up and he's, like, laying on some, like, metal bed. And they're like, oh, what are we going to do with this? You know, how are we going to fix this? And I thought, oh, they can get inventive. Maybe they, like, use some, use whatever they have around, you know? It's hooked up to a car battery or something fun. And then the next, like, a few scenes later, it's like, bunch of equipment, bunch of fancy equipment. Well, I think she brought it there. Yeah, a bunch of modern, which she shows up by, like, you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, they, I know. They it could have been cool. It could have been really cool to see these people having to fix this high-tech thing with a bunch of, like, low-tech supplies. Yeah, but, I mean, Nazis and punk rockers are going to take over your blue-collar neighborhood. <laughs> well, should we talk about uh, <laughs> RoboCop himself? Yeah, let's, actually. I think, I don't think he looks that bad. I think he looks fine. He looks cheaper, for sure. Like, the chest plate is, like, kind of too big, almost. Like, it isn't, like, very, like, uniform and, like, snug. Okay, in my research, I found out that's just a recycled costume. Really? Yeah. Because they must it must have been a different actor then, because it doesn't fit him that it, well. It is a, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously it's a different actor. <laughs> yeah. It is a different actor. And they, apparently they had, like, very specific measurements that they needed to hire people. And surprisingly enough, that actor around that time kind of looks like Peter Weller a bit, but he just fit the suit better. That's why he got hired. Huh. There was, like, between him and one other guy. They should have at least changed it a little bit, because that was the one thing that was really throwing me off, is he just... I think they did it to save money. One thing you Probably. can notice, too, is that his neck is definitely longer. Yeah. Because the, the the two parts, like, the part on the helmet and the part, like, coming up from his collar uh-huh. don't really line up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, his voice, they could have done something. They could have modulated it or something. Yeah, because they already they already did it to make him sound all robotic. But he just like stop there, creep. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I know it, there's it doesn't have that robust oh, deepness I'm, to it. I'm RoboCop. Bye, Robo. Like it's like oh, yep, it's me. <laughs> I'm on the move. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have that like your move, creep. Yeah, but just. Deep. Ooh, I'm Robo. It's like it's like the janitor. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the bad RoboCop impression hour with Dan and Brennan. I've seen things you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, like I mean, it probably is the way that it fits him that yeah. it does look cheaper. Yeah. I mean it looks great in some shots. Honestly, everything. I think they should have gotten Ray Romano for Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on deborah oh officer lewis you're bleeding oh that's not good oh no <laughs> i've seen things you wouldn't believe <laughs> <laughs> well 
Why did we think of doing that as Ray Romano? <laughs> Listen to our Blade Runner episode. You can hear more of our impressions. But yeah, I think if they just changed his voice, it really would have been fine. Because when he takes the mask off, the makeup to make him look like how he did in the other movies. It's spot on. Super good. Like it's you wouldn't super know. Good. Yeah, you literally would not be able to tell. Might be a little kind of off, but you could just attribute that to like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, one one detail, knowing it's not Peter Weller, which is sounds completely stupid, but his teeth. He had like baby teeth or something. I don't know. They just look different. In his mouth, he just didn't have that like grimace to him. I mean, I don't think he did like a terrible No, job. he did a fine job. He did really good robotic movements. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, he was fine with that. Yeah. Not as robotic, though. But that might be something you can attribute to him also being more Murphy in this one rather than RoboCop. I suppose, but... Because they kind of brush that under the rug in the second one a little bit. Yeah. But that also felt like in the second one that it was more RoboCop's choice. Uh-huh. That he wanted to just... Be the em- cop. Embrace more of the robot side because... The human side, like, with his family and stuff, just kind of hurt him emotionally. Yeah. I also think that he just seems kind of slow in this movie. <laughs> He's so clunky and slow. He never really did anything, like, crazy impressive. Even when he technically was doing a cool thing, like, when he took off his hand and, like, switched out for, like, the machine gun hand. That's cool. That's awesome. But then he just, just kind of moves left and right and just shoots... You yeah, know. which is not very good considering he has to fight an android ninja. In this. Yeah, and like you know when they when they when we see when Sega unveils their ripped Japanese man, and you go, "That's cool." I even said, "I'm like that's cool." I even guessed that he was a robot because you know it's kind of the. You know what would have been better though for that? What? Just have him be like dude. enhanced. Yeah, just enhanced just make dude. him like cybernetically enhanced rather than just a straight up robot. Because you're telling me that Japan just built a robot that is a Terminator. Yeah. They just built the Terminator, no problem. Yeah. And M- meanwhile, we get, we got clunky, clunky butt RoboCop. Yeah, it just makes RoboCop, like, not cool. Because even when he wins the fight against the first, the first, spoilers, there's more than one. When he wins the fight against the first one, it's like, lame. He just like, I'm crawling. Oh, there's my arm. Grenade launcher. Done. Yeah. And then just like, I'm going to slowly walk towards you. <laughs> yeah. Swinging my katana Swinging my around. katana around. Because, you know, I'm programmed to be intimidating and do things that don't make logical sense. Like smoke. Like smoke. It smokes. Well, why? I, I guess I was to like, it was like a red herring. I guess, but I don't know. I, I do. mean, he, he should have just been an enhanced dude. I love the part where he walks into like the mechanics shop or whatever and just punches out the map. And just takes a map, and the guy's like, hey, and he, like, cuts his sign. <laughs> the map? Okay. Yeah, because he he finds, he gets, like, a like a plastic sheet with a red line on it, mm-hmm. jagged line. That is, you know, to help the resistance find their location. Yeah. It's like a personal map, which just happens to perfectly line up with just what not Detroit map in a gas station. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so funny. I also I did like when um when you get when you get to see the first fight with him against like the four resistance guys, one of them hits him with a pipe and his like jaw like unlocks and oh, he's like yeah, moving that was around. Cool. That was super cool. That bar was really cool. 
And also when the one's face gets shattered at the end and it has like that crazy smile. That part was cool. Yeah, that I was like alright too. I like that. That but was a good effect. Otherwise, like, you see a ninja dude and you're like, that's cool. Can't wait to see stuff happen with him. And then like occasionally in the movie it'll show him like walking around and then let's cut back to what's happening. And then it's just not a good payoff. Like he's said to be like the villain, you know? And then he just isn't. Yeah, you really can't go from RoboCop 2 and RoboCop 2 to yeah. just dudes. Because RoboCop 2, like the machine, super cool. That yeah. thing was so cool. And I like the idea of it having like the, the psycho drug addict in, in its head, like super cool villain to like Yamaha robot ninja that is really weak but looks cool. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if they're like, well, RoboCop could just take out all these Nazis, and those punk rockers don't stand a chance, and regular cops, well, he's not going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we don't have the budget to do something crazy, so I guess ninjas. I did really like the Ed 209 they put in the beginning. That yeah. was cool. It was really cool. I would have liked to see more of Ed 209. Yeah, I would have liked to see like Rehab using how they have like an Ed 209 shooting Ooh. at all the... like officers and the resistance guys at the end oh that would have been cool and you get to see jetpack robocop take oh, yeah. one out super easy robocop gets a jetpack i think it's cool <laughs> I, I think it looks cool i think i want to change the phrase chekhov's gun and we're gonna call robocop's jetpack Mur- murphy's jetpack murphy's jetpack <laughs> because they show it earlier but they didn't really explain what it was i mean i knew what it was yeah because that's like the thing from this movie when people say like RoboCop three, it's bad. RoboCop gets a jetpack. I'm cool with RoboCop I'm, having a jetpack because yeah, because it's cool. <laughs> it looks cool. It does look cool, and the effects were kind of hit and miss. But when they were hitting, they looked pretty good. Yeah, there was a couple green screen shots that were awful, and yeah. some that were like, hey, I was willing to forgive it for the time. I think it was blue screen. Yeah, it was blue screen back then. But yeah, some looked some looked really bad, and some looked like passable. Where I'm like, eh, whatever, yeah. I can forgive it. Yeah, but then he kind of doesn't use it. But then when he does use it, sometimes like sometimes he's just like on a cable. Yeah, and they're just like pulling him. Yeah, along. like he doesn't, and really... he moves super slow. Yeah, it's like he flies over the the rehab guys, shoots him a bit, and then he's like, okay, bye, and then goes up to like the OCP headquarters. And awkwardly flies through the window. <laughs> that part was like from Jaws 3. Jaws 3? RoboCop 3? <laughs> Both with weird, slow window crashes? Hang in there, dongles. Does Poltergeist 3 have a weird window? It must. There's lots of windows in that movie. Yeah, there's... I think windows break in that. Yeah. Mirrors do for sure. Mir- yeah, there's a lot of mirrors. But yeah, that's weird. Anyway, but like, then he flies in and he just takes it off. It's literally like a mobile charger for him. He can get energy from it. Well, later on, too, he just rolled into it. Yeah. He just, like, awkwardly rolls into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he had to save uh, the scientist lady and Hacker Kid. Hacker Kid. Hacker Kid, boring, stupid. I don't like her. I don't like her either. Because we see her in the beginning of the movie, and she's like, Oh, I, I'm going to finish up my calculus. <laughs> and she hacks the Ed 209, which I thought was cool. But then... She's just there. Yeah. Like, you could have done more. Or, like... <laughs> when, when, well, where were they when 
the scientist lady puts her in the air duct. Yeah. And in in the rebel in the resistance base. She puts the kid in this air duct in a warehouse is, in the middle of nowhere, Detroit. But she's like, "You have to get away." Yeah. And then, like, the air duct is so big, the doctor could have easily fit in there. Yeah. It wasn't just kid-sized. And then when the doctor is taken away to OCP, the kid shows up in a vent. Like, it's all connected. (laughs) Like, you're telling me that the vents are the same size and connected throughout the entire city? Those vents were so huge. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't like, oh, you you can barely fit in here. Sorry, I have to leave you. Bye. It was like, no, like, RoboCop could walk through that. Yeah. If they hoisted him up, he could have crawled in there. Yeah. Yeah. And like Hacker Kid, she what does she do at the end? She just like plays a broadcast of scientist lady saying those those people you thought were evil, they're evil. Well, the other funny thing too is like there's other kids in this resistance because these are all people who've lost their homes and stuff. Yeah. But for whatever reason the adults are just like, Yeah, we're gonna hang out with this kid. All the time. All the time. All the time. And she hacks the two ninjas at the end, makes them both decapitate each other at the same time, which is all right. I think it would have been cool, like, RoboCop, like, walking all cool with, like, this kid on his back, like, this hacker kid. She's, like, hacking away at stuff, and he's, like, blasting bad guys. They could have played off of... I would have liked to see RoboCop and the kid work together more. It's cool to see that dynamic, that contrast. Yeah, because they did have some interaction together, and it was fine. Yeah, because, like... When he, when he looks through his data bank and realizes that her parents are dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And, and it was he's like, like, do you remember your parents? And good, because they'll just live on in your memory or something like that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a harsh harsh way to find out your parents are dead. Yeah. And it was like right around Christmas, too. Yeah, there's a Christmas movie. RoboCop 3 is a Christmas movie. There's... there's a Christmas tree in the background. Yeah. Can we talk about... um? The lack of the theme, like, you know, in, like, the first one, not so much the second one, like, with all, the, like, the satire, like, all the commercials on TV and, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Because um, that's, like, really on the wayside. In the beginning, they, they forcefully, annoyingly showed the, I'd buy that for a dollar guy. Yeah, Fred Decker said that he regrets not putting more of that stuff in. That and makes sense. As much as, like, the studio wanted to tone down the violence and everything he was pretty okay with it like he probably he feels like he could have pushed back on it some more i guess but i mean at that time you got to figure when this came out there was already the cartoon had already been out oh and and bombed terribly and there was toys but like i would have liked to see uh like i like the rehab toy commercial oh johnny rehab johnny rehab and then they had the the cartoon of him like beating up the kids you know, like that, that all was fun. It just wasn't really. Yeah. Cause that was spot on that fit in real well to RoboCop. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure money plays a big factor into a lot of this, not being all that awesome of a movie. Yeah. I mean, the potential's there. Yeah. Like, I think if you took some of these ideas and maybe like, you know, to some of the suggestions we've come up with mm-hmm. or whatever, but I mean, the talent's there. What about the violence? The violence is toned down a lot. I think it needed, and I and I hate to be the one that has to say like, "Oh, there needs to be more violence for me to enjoy it." But like, it's kind of RoboCop at this point. Yeah, like RoboCop is like, yeah. In in the second one, there wasn't as much violence. They toned it down that one, but it still was violent. (laughs) I mean, kid gets shot in that movie, like you know stuff like that. It was still gory. First one, that one's amazingly gory they set a record for most squibs on a human 
So, like, <laughs> of course it was really gory, and that's, like, part of the appeal. But this one, it's just, like, most you get is squibs. Well, I mean, so fun story. I went to go see RoboCop in the theater when it came out. Oh, I know this story, yeah. <laughs> this is more for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went to see it, and one person who came along with us was my mom's roommate's dad, who was a retired firefighter. And he was just like a little, little elderly man. And I got to sit next to him and he laughed his butt off at all the violence to the point where I think it might have made people uncomfortable in the movie, but he loved every second of it. And I'll never forget that. It was so just wonderful. Yeah, that that movie has really memorable, gory moments in it. Oh, it's so over the top. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, is that it was so over the top that it's kind of like, you know... Yeah, it was meant to be, because it was commentary yeah, it was on... Violence, films, yeah. yeah. So, like, when you get to this one and you just drop that, it loses part of the identity. Like, honestly, seeing this version of RoboCop, like, this, like, cheesy action, you know, PG-13 RoboCop, really isn't that bad, if that's what he was from the beginning. If all of the RoboCop movies were like that level of violence, I think I would still like the movies. Yeah. I Not mean, as much. It works, but when you compare it to what it's like living up to be, it just isn't there. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to say I agree because even if you did take out that ultra violence, there's still enough stuff that would appeal to me. Yeah, yeah. But PG-13 doesn't work for like... The reboot, it didn't really work out in no. that. No, no, that reboot was bad. But it just, I mean, I don't want to get into that too much, but there were nuggets of good in it. Sure. Nuggets. Yeah. They were like little pebbly poops. Yeah. But they were there. I think this movie is a lot more akin to the TV show, not the cartoon, or the other cartoon that came after it, but the actual RoboCop TV show, which I think they actually like split some of that into direct-to-video movies. I've never early 2000s. seen any of anything from that. I thought this was the same actor. Apparently it's not. I barely remember watching that when it came out. I just remember there was one episode where they introduced the $1 coin and it had Ronald Reagan on it. So the whole episode, people kept like, hey man, can you spare a Ronnie? that's that's what people were calling him (laughs) and i did like that joke on that show but that's the only thing i really remember from it honestly i think one thing that's missing from this movie is like nuke they should have mentioned nuke at least just to have some continuity yeah you know what yeah if they had dropped a little nuke reference in there that would have been cool yeah i think that would have dropped a nuke reference (laughs) but like yeah i think it needed more continuity because if you took out RoboCop 2 and you went RoboCop 1 to 3, what would you have missed? Nothing. Yeah, that's true. Like, you really that's true. really wouldn't. OCP is a new leader. Wow, that's not surprising. Yeah. So, after the last one got spaghetti noodles and fell out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a break and we'll listen to a promo from another podcast. Hello, this is the Doom Show. Keep on keeping on and keep on trucking, America. We don't listen to our feedback because we don't get any. (laughs) The truth hurts. I just alienated the two people that give us constant feedback. Sorry, guys. 
That's got to go. <laughs> That's got to go in there. So on the show, uh, we talk about Giallo movies and slasher movies and cult movies. Sometimes we even talk about Cameron Mitchell and his movies. I am Richard. Who are you? I am Brad, the guy that's not Richard, or Jeffrey, or Simon. That's right. We have four people, and we always talk at once, except to each other. Jeffrey lives up north. Simon lives across the world. Richard lives in Penis, Alabama. Hello, This is the Doom Show is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Check out the other shows on legionpodcast.com. You can check out more Hello, This is the Doom Show at hellodoomshow.podomatic.com or at doommoviethon.com. Check for our Amazon exclusive Hello, This is the Doom Show cookbook. Do you like hot dogs? (laughs) We got them. Do you like mac and cheese? We got it. Do you like cheddar? We have it. Actually, we don't. No, no cheddar. Just Colby. Colby Jack. Hello, this is the Doom Show. We never gave up on you because you never gave up on us. Wow. So, like, okay, how about this? What about, like, the the comedic gags? Not all of them stick. Yeah. There is one in particular that definitely does. Yeah. And that's the elevator. I think there's two, actually. I think the other one's the car one. Oh, we're the pimp mobile. Yeah, that one was actually very. I did funny. like the pimp mobile, and when the whole top of the car gets ripped off, yeah. of the pimp mobile, yeah, and there's that stunt driver driving it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's super cool. I I really liked RoboCop just in this completely demolished car. There's like it was like the frame and the engine, <laughs> and he's still just whipping it around corners. It's on fire. Like that was fun. I also like when he asked the guy for the pimp mobile. He's like, can I borrow your car? It's perfectly. And the guy turns on. He's like, oh, for. And he looks at me. He's like, I'm sorry, officer. Here are the keys. Have a good day. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because he pulled a switchblade on. Robocop. Yeah, yeah. I also thought it was funny in the beginning when he's fighting the um, punk rocker, like crazy crackhead dudes, and they're like the two of them are running away, and they're like, what are we gonna do? And the one's like, just shoot him in the mouth. Shoot him in the mouth. And they, they have, <laughs> the one has the pistol and his hands shaking. And he's like. Guy behind him's like, just shoot him in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shooting things. Yep, we gotta address. Yeah, and comedic moments. One intentional. I don't know what they were going for with this. Yeah. But I will tell you this. Dongles, I was not able to find a clip of this anywhere. So what I did is I combined, since the elevator scene happens right before this happens, I will leave a link in the show notes to the YouTube video that I made that features the elevator scene and what happens after. Should we talk about the elevator scene first? Go for it. Okay, so um, RoboCop's showing up to this like sleazy motel in the middle of Detroit to go bust some um, evil Nazi dudes. Yeah, because that's where they're hiding out. Yeah, that's where they're chilling, you know, picking up prostitutes. So he walks in and the old guy... Like, doesn't even, like, he just shot two people that fell through the guy's window. <laughs> doesn't even care. He's, like, watching TV. He's like, where's so-and-so? And he's like, oh, whatever in this room. Like, it's kind of funny. He didn't care about yeah. RoboCop. He's probably seen a bunch of crazy stuff. And then, as RoboCop's walking, he's like, oh, by the way, the elevator door sticks. And the next scene, it's, like, triumphant music. RoboCop. The elevator comes up and the door starts to open and then it just stops and closes and like it actually gets stuck and he just like 
bends the door open. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, I did like that. I think that's one of the best funny moments in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then RoboCop starts walking through the Sleazebag Motel, and one of the one of the rehab Nazi guys comes around the corner with a with a prostitute, sex worker, and. <laughs> And he sees the RoboCop, and it's the look on his face because it's he just looks so stupid. It's like just bad acting on this guy's part. Yeah. But then he reaches for his gun, pulls the gun on RoboCop. RoboCop shoots the gun out of his hand. The gun flies up into the air, where RoboCop proceeds to shoot it multiple times, so that it just kind of spins back and forth in the air he like juggled it in the air yeah with by shooting it yeah and then it falls on the floor i almost died laughing i'm getting over like some some illness i my chest hurts so bad from laughing (laughs) watching this that was so dumb we would rewind it like five times you kept rewinding yeah i did you kept (laughs) laughing i'm like i'm gonna rewind it (laughs) (laughs) it was so unexpected because, like, you just saw the funny gag, and you're like, haha, funny, back to shooting Nazi people. And there was another gag, and it was out of nowhere, and it made no sense. It makes no sense. I don't know if they meant it as a joke. Or like, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, look at how cool RoboCap is. You know, and I was, up until that point, I was pretty much on board with forgiving this movie. Yeah. For being, for feeling cheap. But then that happened. A gun on the string with a bunch of squibs on it. Oh my gosh. Check out the clip. Yeah. Check it out. It's insane. Just. (laughs) Just thinking about it. Making me laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Just describing it wasn't enough. I had to make the video for you. Oh, you mentioned the theme earlier, but I think you were just talking about the theme of the movie itself. Mm -hmm. The actual theme in this sounded like a cheap knockoff of the original theme. Yeah, none of the music was good. Yeah, the same guy, I think. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think he was phoning it in. Yeah, I think so too, because the music, none of the music was good in this movie. Let me look it up. Just give me a second. Yep. Same guy? Same guy. Really? Basil or Basil Poliduris. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But yeah, he did like the Conan the Barbarian music. Huh. I mean, boisterous. Yeah. Just gets your blood going and you're like yes action time yeah please don't write in and tell me how to pronounce that guy's name <laughs> please don't and one thing i'll give this movie really good car chases all the car chases were so fun yeah you're still in the time of practical effects yeah so yeah all the car chases real real cars being flipped over they hit they blew up some expensive cars I'm sure it wasn't cheap oh those all looked like pretty cheap cars no the <laughs> like the the one like rich guys Oh. Uh, the red car or whatever. That that could not have been a cheap car. Like, I just, yeah, all the car chases were just a lot of fun. Oddly, you wouldn't expect that in a RoboCop movie. Like, I like when the Resistance people are getting away in the beginning, and then, like, RoboCop, like, pulls up, and you, you know it's RoboCop, because you're like, oh, snap, it's RoboCop. But he doesn't really <laughs> do any cool driving, except when he drives up the, the ramp and then drives off of the edge to save Officer Lewis. What the heck was up with that? That didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. <laughs> like, I need to get into this area, so I'll just drive up a parking ramp, drive off it, and then I'll land, land there. there. Yeah. The element of surprise as it takes me, like, 
30 seconds to climb maybe, out. Maybe it should have been like he had like a little computer in his car and it was like calculating route. Oop, it's too long. I have to go. And he's like, I'll do it my way. I mean, I'll do it my way. Haha, <laughs> I am Robocop. And then done that. I think Robocop should have had his own car. Cool Robocop car. That's one thing I'll give uh, the movie in 2015, was it? 2014? The remake? He had a cool motorcycle. Yeah. I mean, it makes a little more sense than a car. Yeah. I think, like, part of the... Robocop does ride a motorcycle. Yeah, he does ride in a motorcycle, but isn't, one. like, a cyber motorcycle. Well, you know, like... a cool one? Like, yeah. Like, but, I mean, like, a personal one. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, like... <laughs> Robocop on a motorcycle was really cool. Yeah, just driving a big fat Harley. Yeah. It's it good for Robocop. He could support his weight. Yeah. According to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of effects, the guy who designed, like, the suit and stuff like that um, also worked on this one. Uh, Rob Botton is his name. Bot. Botton. Bot's in his name, and he makes... <laughs> But uh, yeah, he did he did effects for like Total Recall and The Thing. The Thing? Yeah. Wow. What a guy. I know. I just thought I'd throw it out there since it just popped in my head. Oh, we get a flaming RoboCop at one point, which didn't even think like his face would burn. Yeah. It's so really cool though. And he like walks through a window. Um, yeah. Super I love cool. flaming dudes and a flaming RoboCop. That's like plus 10. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that part was super cool. And that's when, like, the, the crackheads are freaking out, like, shoot him in the mouth! And he's just on fire walking towards them. That was cool. I mean, they can't be good for us. I guess not. I mean, he's full of wires and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Pipes and tubes. I've watched enough battle dots to see that fire <laughs> melt the internal components. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when when uh, Lewis gets killed, because she's like... Oh, I'm going to leave and go yeah. with RoboCop. And somebody's like, hey, Officer Lewis, don't forget your body armor. And she's like, I'm off duty. I don't need it. Like, you're about to drive through Detroit. And this is RoboCop Detroit, so it's not good. Yeah, this is RoboCop Detroit. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you're, like, leaving for, like, a minute to, like, go to the store. You wear your body armor. So why do they, why do they have a statue of RoboCop in Detroit? If they pretty much just filmed it in like Texas and Georgia, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like this one was just filmed in Atlanta. It's <laughs> actually a really good point. I guess he's in Detroit, but Detroit isn't really represented that good in the movies. No, it's totally it's totally not. not. So I don't. I'd like to see what's going on in the rest of the world. Like that's just Detroit. It's in Michigan. All three RoboCop movies take place in Michigan. Oh, yeah, Michigan. <laughs> like, just Michigan. Sorry to any Michigan dongles out there. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, nowadays, I you'd think that they'd want to nowadays. They'd be like, oh, it's got to be in Chicago because Chicago's... Chicago's not it's, that... It's crazy with crime. Chicago's really not that bad. Oh, no, either. it is. I, I saw it. It was on Fox News. It was on the Fox. They said that it was bad there. People get shot all the time. Mm-hmm. For no reason. New Orleans is actually the most dangerous city. Uh, There's like the most deaths per capita or something like that. Yeah, there's somewhere it's like totally bonkers places where it's like, oh, I didn't even know that place was like full of crime. Milwaukee. Milwaukee's really bad. Milwaukee's up there. Yeah, Milwaukee gets bad. 
That's because Robocop that, in Milwaukee. That's because all the crime comes up from Chicago. <laughs> There's a little bit of truth to that. Though. Yeah, but Robocop. That's, in that's more your Beloit. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hang out. Beloit. Beloit it doesn't even sound cool. Beloit. <laughs> I'm, like glad, always... I'm glad somebody a long time ago decided to move the capital from Beloit. No kidding. Madison, way cooler. Like Beloit. Got that red isthmus. Yeah. Super cool. Robocop in Madison wouldn't even do anything because we don't have crime here. Oh, we've got crime. Yeah, we've got plenty of crime. <laughs> we got, there's plenty of crime. <laughs> <laughs> this is not that level of crime, thank goodness. But yeah, I mean. So what do you think of the movie? <laughs> we've gone off yeah. on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I see the potential. Mm-hmm. And I get that there, there were decisions made. And there, there's regrets because of those decisions, but at the end of the day, they still made it that way. Yeah. And I feel it's the bottom line. Um, as far as a recommended this movie, I'm pretty iffy on that. I, I don't know if I'd really recommend it. Yeah, I don't know if I would either. It's kind of not worth it. Like, there's funny stuff in it, and there's like cool, there's some cool stuff in it. But it's a, as a RoboCop movie, it's just not. It's disappointing. I'd recommend RoboCop 2. I'd recommend, obviously recommend the first RoboCop. Mm. This one, eh. like I said, what it's known for, being bad and having a jetpack in it. Yeah. It's too bad that kids really liked RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> we ruined RoboCop. It, that's your generation. It is. Because <laughs> they were trying to appeal to us. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm watching that cartoon as a kid going, well, this stinks. Yeah. Where's all the exploding bodies? Yeah, it was, like, bad. It wasn't very good. I don't know. Do you have anything else you'd like to add about this? This might be a short episode. I don't really got anything else. It was it was pretty okay. It wasn't as bad as I was thinking it would be. I'll say that. It was not as bad as I thought it would be. I will say this. It was better than I remember it, because I haven't watched this since the 90s. Yeah, you like, really, honestly, in terms of, like, what I was expecting... It could have been worse. Definitely could have been. It could have been a lot I think worse. How you fix this movie? Over the top gore, because that'll just make it more fun and make the action more engaging. And pick a bad guy and stick with it, and don't have three. Yeah, just, make it pretty clear. Like, come on! Like, I don't care. You could have it be Toho. You could have it be OCP. You can have it be, but just pick. And name another Japanese company instead of the one in the movie. Because that's a running gag this episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple other things I think I could have brought up, but it's too late now. <laughs> We've already... <laughs> it's not worth it at this point. I kinda, I, I'm basically through my notes. Well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. I think so, too. And I can get some much-needed rest after this. Mm-hmm. Get back to full health. Pet some dogs. Oh, yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm feeling better already. Yeah. Okay, Dongles, thank you for listening. Feel free to just write into the show. Say hi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for not sending us any of those. It's a funny Star Wars things. That would have been so funny to do. Yeah. But that's okay. That's the real reason why we waited a month. Yeah, Dongles. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you like the new theme. Maybe do one on Robocop. He does some really wacky stuff in the comics. Oh, yeah, there you go. That could be really funny. Man, we should have done that for this episode. Yeah. Dang. Make that a thing. We need to do 
should our we, shorter episodes. Just should we do that. should we make it a thing? Right in. Let Tr- us know. Yeah. Try to do it if there's enough extra source material that we can use. Yeah, we're still also gonna try to get in some random topic episodes too. Yeah. When we can. We'll see. You're you have a job now, Brian. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so So it's a little harder. <laughs> he's not just loafing around this house doing nothing <laughs> yeah, anymore. Making money. <laughs> Good for you though. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Okay. Okay, so if you want to write in, the email is corrupted corrupted youth pod at gmail.com. Com. Creep. Thank you to Podbean. We like our new home. Yeah, we do. It's kind of chilly. It's like keeps it like 63 degrees. I kind of like it. It's, kinda, been, it's just a little too cold. I've been hotboxing lately. So it's all right. Thanks, Podbean. Thank you, Podbean, though. <laughs> yeah, you can also listen to us wherever you listen to the podcast, pretty much. Like Apple Podcasts. Google, Google, Google Play. Google Play. Spoofy. Spoofy, yeah. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know what we should do? We should just record the segment. Yeah. And, we and just, just do the same thing. And just cl- put a clip in, but I don't know. It's kind of fun just riffing about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so um (laughs) also big shout out to our fellow podcasters thank you for your support and hang in there dongles Get that high. <laughs> <laughs>